Hello and welcome to another episode of Covid Club, um, the the daily podcast that gives you the very the very best the the cream on top of the cake. Is that's not, that's not a saying at all, is it? The cherry on top of the cupcake of all things isolation. This is me. Sounds like a mad concept for a podcast, but basically I'm just calling up my friends, two of them a day, and just finding out how they're doing, how they're coping, and it's just I'm just trying to shed a little bit of light-hearted conversation around the whole isolation, coronavirus kind of thing. I actually found out a friend of mine today um, has coronavirus. Um, he's fine. He just feels... I was going to swear, he feels very bad. <laughs> um, so, Morgan, if you're out there, mate, I hope you get over it soon, because... Um, yeah, you sounded rough today, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. So, today's guests. I'm going to have Ollie on the podcast next. Um, Ollie is a tall friend of mine. Last year, I um, well, the last two years, every November, I have... Sorry, the last two years, every November, doesn't make sense. The last two Novembers, I've been on a month-long tour where I've gone around uh, meeting strangers with a, a group of friends of mine, and we're just asking... Um, that sounds weird as well. I'm not really doing very well on this podcast. We go round... To different locations around Europe where there are already like some kind of a small community there of some kind. And um, we just go and ask questions and experiment and just see see if we can find a way that we can all connect better. We're trying to do like research, I guess, and throw little mini events um, to try and work out if we can do community better and connect people better and bring back some of the old-fashioned community into a local area, but also bring in some new experimentation. Like, is there something that um, we can do that brings us together regularly and asks, makes us ask questions? So every November we do this, and I met Ollie on the very first time we went. And we went to France together and went to Spain together. And it was one of those trips you come back after a couple of weeks, you're like, absolute, you know everything. You know, if you feel like best friends for life kind of thing. Um, and recently Ollie has been in America and reconnected with him again. And he's, uh, he's actually come back to England because of the coronavirus. So I thought he'd be a really interesting person to speak to. So, so we get our first guest on the phone, Mr. Ollie. Let's see if he answers. Fingers crossed. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Ollie. How's the game, mate? I'm good, mate. How the devil are you? I am feeling great. I'm just playing the guitar right now. You're playing the guitar. You're home alone at the minute, right? Because your parents are stuck elsewhere in the world and you've ended up with a house exactly. by yourself in isolation. They're stuck in Dubai. My bro's in Amsterdam. So I'm home alone. <laughs> uh, I should probably learn how to turn the heating on. Uh, but that's my challenge for tomorrow. We all and are taking this time to learn the most important things. <laughs> loving life. Realise how incompetent I am. Like, I'm like, Mark, how does the dishwasher work? <laughs> Ollie, mate, Wait, I was just washing machine thing. Would have taught we do that as well. I, uh, I mean, Mum can teach you everything. Um, I'm not going to bother. I'm going to teach you various other things whilst you're um, in isolation. Ollie, I was just telling the story of how we met and how much of a beautiful time it was, and how quickly we grew together. Have you got any first thoughts slash memories of when we met? Well, I would definitely disagree with it being a beautiful time of growing together. Um. <laughs> Uh, I tried really I hard know. not to laugh then. Sorry. 
Sorry, no, wait, how did we met? Well, we met at, um, on the Cork of Ardo tour, right? Yeah, we did. I remember, actually, I haven't told you this. I met, when we met, I saw you, and I remember the exact moment that I saw you, and I think I'd heard about you because some people had been, oh, you should, yeah, Dave was like, oh, like, you should meet George because you're both like into community building and you both use music as a way to kind of like bring people together and you both like hold, host jams and that kind of thing. So, like, all right, who is, am I allowed to swear? Uh, yeah, yeah, but as long as it's not like class A swearing. Okay, like class C. We'll call it classic. Like, te- there's families are listening, but the f- kids are teenagers. Okay, got it. So, like, I was thinking, who is this silly Billy? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, doing music and jamming. Anyway, so I saw you, and I think you were filming something then. And I just, like, I looked at you, and I was like, I get really good energy from this person. Like, you were giving off very good vibes. And I was like, okay, I want to be this person's friends, but I'm going to play it cool. So when you were like, hi, I'm George, I was like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, man, I'm on it, yeah, nice to meet you, whatever. Uh, but inside, I was like, oh, my God, I really want him to like me, I want him to be my friend. But <laughs> it worked out, all right, so the strategy worked. Ollie, do you remember the first time I met you, right? Well, the first time I saw you, you were dressed very colourful and very much like London banker on holiday. <laughs> but I'd heard incredible things wow. about your okay. ability to connect people and... By the way, the the London banker on holiday thing is like eccentric. Like I very much enjoyed and was, I think you just intrigued me. I was just looking at you and like this guy I've heard great things about. The image didn't match what I had in my head and therefore I want to know more. Do you so take that? Do you take curious? that? Let, let's let's dig into that if that's all right. Yeah. What just... was the image you had in your head and and how did my first impression not align with that image? Okay, so I, and I hope none of this is insulting. This is, I mean, and be you're a great guy. Candid. I'm all about the radical candor, honesty. The more you insult me, the happier I get. Okay, great. We, we've learned that a lot. So, um, okay. So, <laughs> obviously, I'd met Dave. He was the first real person that I had met that truly brings people together. And I'd seen it happen. I believed in it. And um, I love Dave because he just he just got this aura around him of, like, I really care for people, but I also don't really care about much in the sense that I'm a free person. Like he's very free. He's not very strict to pretty much anything. And I love that about him. So I kind of crossed over the, the vibe of Dave into my mind of the vibe of you. And then you come like, you turned up into like, um, on, onto a tour in like a shirt. You were very smartly dressed, but it was smart, but like also very eccentric of colors. So that was the clash because I was expecting more of a Dave personality to turn up. And Dave, right. Dave taught you, didn't he? Is that how you guys met? He taught, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if he taught me. You taught Dave uh, in the end, but he yeah, initially was meant him. to teach you. Yeah, and then it turned out that it was the other way around. No, he, he um, <laughs> the, like the commencement speech during when I started university, because uh, the, the, the dude who started my whole kind of course just like met him and then Dave like brought a guitar and started singing songs <laughs> with the four chords. He started singing, uh, uh, what's it called? Save tonight. <laughs> and everyone Classic. was like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> it was amazing. And then Virginia, my friend and our friend approached him afterwards and was like, Hey, like, I love your vibe. Let's, let's chat. And then Virginia and I, and a couple of other friends ended up doing like a project for Dave. And then it kind of flourished from there. It blossomed from there. And, um, Ollie, there's something about you, and I'm sure people listening to this can hear it in your voice as to why you're a great um, communicator and very good. I mean, I always know you as the guy that 
knows somebody else and goes, you guys should meet. You guys are into the same thing. You guys should just talk. And then you put put them in a room, a virtu- whether it be a r- virtual room or a physical room. <laughs> and then you kind of walk the other way. And then we're kind of like, oh, hey, like, I don't know why we're meant to meet, but Ollie says we should. And then we dig deeper. And it always ends up in the most incredible conversation. You have that ability to connect people, not just around your area, but worldwide. I don't think I know anybody better connected than you worldwide. How do you do it? Oh, that's... Firstly, like um, that's a that's a really touching uh, compliment that anyone can give me because um, like it, it really means a lot. And I think the more more recently I've been trying to have more self awareness about that because because you're not the first person who's told that to me, not in quite such such a kind way, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it means a lot. So thank you. I think I was actually talking to um, my coach uh, a couple of weeks ago, and she she kind of. She called me a conductor of connections, which I quite, I quite liked. Oh, I, I think, um, cough. I, sorry. Oh, no, no, hang on. No, I said cough thinking that was the abbreviation of <laughs> those. And then I just realized what the actual one is. And this is a family show, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, when I heard cough, I just thought coronavirus. It's going to infect me. Yeah. Um, sorry. I completely well, interrupted your flow and it was not worth it. Sorry, carry on. I mean, I just get a massive high from uh, just like connections, like building connections with people. Uh, and I get an even bigger high when I'm able to facilitate two other, two or more other people connecting um, in a way that ends up leading to a beautiful friendship, a beautiful relationship, or a, a company, you know, a startup beginning. Um, so, like, for some reason, like, and I think it's partly selfless and partly selfish. I love that my ability to basically like, I think I just say yes to most things, yeah. um, which is, which is good and bad. And I think it, like, I know some people who are very different to me and who are extremely focused with their time and will say no to a lot of things. And I, I, I'm actually trying to get better at saying no. Um, but I think by saying yes to most things, you end up sowing the seeds of serendipity. And then like, I've just been living in America for the last year. And then someone who came to like move into this co-living space uh, where I lived ended up being someone who uh, met me in London a few years ago because I played a concert at her university's uh, commencement like dinner, which was a thing where I was like, I couldn't really be bothered to do, but I did it because I was like, oh, maybe it will work out. And then it ended up working out and it created all sorts of new connections. So I think saying yes is a really powerful thing. Um, and then I think the mentality, the kind of the way that you approach people, even if I meet someone and I might not get the best vibes, I'm like, okay, like I can learn so much from every single person. So I approach everyone as kind of this like black box, this enigma, whether I like them or not, that I can just learn so much from. Um, so I think that that makes you ask certain questions in a way that helps you understand what people care about, what they're passionate about, what they're good at and where they want to grow. So you can connect them with other people. So I think that's like a high level. That's like the mental model kind of approach, but then tangibly. And uh, one thing I do is just every week I try and like bang out a couple of emails, just connecting people. So like the other day, I connected uh, a friend in last week. I connected a friend who I met in the US uh, a week ago with someone in my company. They both work in like product and education. And then I just like was like, hey, like, hey, meet this X person, meet Y person. And then I write a paragraph about why Y person is amazing. 
And then I say, okay, Y person, the X person. And I write a paragraph about why X person is amazing. And the thing I like about it is, and then I say, okay, guys, happy networking. And either they do connect or they don't, like whatever. It also gives me an opportunity to say really, really nice things about both of them in a way that if I said it to them, it might come across as a bit disingenuous. Like, hey, like, you're the most amazing person when it comes to product strategy. Like, it just sounds a bit, people might say, I don't even mean it. But if I can really, like, compliment them and say things that I would like to say to them, but maybe just don't feel ready yet. If I say about them to someone else, then I'm like, I just feel great because I can think, why do I think this person's amazing? So again, it's it's selfish in how I just like uh, complimenting people uh, in ways they might not have been complimented before. Anyway, I spoke for a long time. But to summarize, it's about saying yes to most things. It's about being curious and asking lots of questions. And then tangibly, it's about like just hitting off emails and just sending loads of voice notes to loads of random people um and then like things start happening i don't even know how to continue this podcast because that was so incredible and you that's exactly the reason why i absolutely love you ollie can you start your own podcast for one um and two actually when you were talking i just realized how much so nina who i had on yesterday you should definitely listen to yesterday's podcast ollie nina, and any, what? nina fine she's called i'm gonna connect I you know to nina her fine. you see this is it i know oh nina my fine days really, really well how how do you know nina she's amazing i so uh this is like the perfect manifestation of what we were just talking about (laughs) literally i've known nina for 10 years um just like friends of friends just met at a random house party (laughs) in north london and when we met she we sat there was a piano and she sat down and she played this beautiful song that she'd written and i remember it was an e-flat minor but I don't remember what the song sounded like, but I just remember just thinking, okay, it's an E flat minor, and then I forgot it. And then I was in Cape Town in uh, December and the start of January, and I think I saw on Facebook Nina. I know I, she told me that she was from like South Africa, but based in London. So I messaged her. I was like, hey, are you in Cape Town? And she was like, yeah, I'm in Cape Town. And I was like, let's hang out. So we went on this amazing. I hope Nina listens to this. We should send this to her. Yeah, um, yeah, so she'll, be she'll be here. She took me to the botanical gardens. We spent a couple of hours together, like sitting on this beautiful bench, walking around these like beautiful plants and trees and gardens, talking about life, about music. And, uh, and it was just amazing. And I think Nina, and she's doing this amazing stuff around like um, women in jazz. Women in jazz. She, yeah, she was talking about it yesterday. Yeah. She was literally on the podcast yeah. yesterday, Ollie. This is how weird it is. You are the next guest after her. That's so, so yeah. weird. And um, that's you, the thing, right? If like, it came out, if the... I hadn't had gone to that party, which I probably didn't like, I was like, I don't know, I could have just stayed at home and then hadn't reached out to her and she hadn't kind of gone to the party and she hadn't said yes, then this whole love love triangle or not love triangle, <laughs> this whole friendship triangle wouldn't have happened. I don't know, it's really cool. If it comes out that you two are brother and sister, it honestly wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. You are just, even your, even the way you speak is very similar. I'm sure people can, can, can make those two connections and I'm sure there's so many people with smiles on their faces. So, so you're so about connections and you're so about uh, togetherness. How are you coping with this at the minute? Like, what are you taking from it? What are you missing? What are you trying to do to adapt how you are as a person to this situation? Um, so for context, uh, I just was living in for the last, well, for the last year in America, but in the last four months in this kind of beautiful, intentional co-living space with about 25, 26 other people. Um, so I came from that to the next day, basically, to my family home in London, like, without my family, because they're stranded around the world. Um, so I was kind of worried. I was like, oh, I don't, like, being alone is fine, but not for, like, a long time. But actually, 
apart from the fact that I'm really cold, because like I need to turn the heater on, you need to learn how to do. And I'm also like in my boxes and should probably wear some clothes. Yeah. Um, I, that was unnecessary. Uh, but like I'm loving it. It's been it's been like seven or eight days, um, and I've just been really enjoying um, being and less of doing. I'm working from home, which I, I usually do anyway. To be honest with you, I'm investing a lot in my music. Right. As you can tell. <laughs> Uh, I, you're I'm not like, real uh, you're not a real person i swear down <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 like doing online like jazz improv music courses i'm reading more i'm listening to more podcasts i'm uh what, what's something else? yeah i'm doing more exercise as i mentioned the other day like i'm doing some proper like workout routine because i've got no excuses it's like i'm not going out in the evenings anymore having people over to dinner so i've got all this time uh and i mean i'm really lucky because i have the privilege of a having a home and b having a job that pays me whilst i'm working from home and i think like i'm so much luckier than most of society who might be working in the certain in 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 different industries to me so if i've got that privilege then a i have to take advantage of it and b i need to spend some of my time thinking about how to support people who aren't as lucky as me so i'm thinking actually i want to i want to ask you about this i'm thinking of i my grandma recommended this to me um, starting something where loads of people our age get in contact with loads of older folks who are quarantined and just call them for like 30 minutes a week and just have a chat. Um, yeah, I think it's an amazing idea. We, I was talking about it last night after we spoke yesterday um, and we were saying that maybe the best thing to do is to start by um, collecting names. Like collect, let's collect a list and then depending on how many people put their name down, we can just distribute how many people a week so maybe two or three a week would be manageable or even just you know two or maybe even just yeah. one people can just or put their name down as how much we need a list first though don't we yeah so i think i think yeah i think you're right i think i think like i know tons of people who'd be willing who'd be up for it because i think not only is it a nice thing because i know like if you're living alone and you're old and you can get incredibly lonely to have someone call you and just chat and like listen to your stories about what I don't like. I don't know what happened in the sixties. I'd love to learn about what life was like before, like computers, right? Like, there's yeah. so much that we can learn. I think so. I think it's a win-win. We can learn so much about people who have lived for like three or four times as many, like they've had lives four times longer than us, yeah, um, or, or a bit less. Uh, and and also they can benefit from from having like someone to speak to. I th- one step one is reaching out to our network, seeing who would be up for it. Step two, probably the other way around is trying to find people who can connect me to these people. I don't know people who work in like elderly citizen charities who like have contact details of these folks and then like getting their permission. We don't want to be like cold calling people. <laughs> yeah. I think that I think yeah, so I think I need to if anyone listens to this knows anyone who works in like the the elderly charity services and they they have they know someone then please uh, reach out to me. Yeah, well, I mean, if you, if you want to pop me a message um, on whatever people listening to this have me on, um, then I can put you in touch with Ollie because I think it'd be great to get the list. And the thing I love about that idea as well is it can continue after this whole situation as well. It's not just something for now. It's something that can just go on indefinitely. 100%. I really, I agree. And I think a lot of the good things that I'm, I'm so energized by the things I'm seeing on LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram of people like coming together to support whether it's older people or people who are unemployed or people who are, are ill right now. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of this will will stay. And I think it will be a like somewhat of a renaissance, both kind of economically with our political systems about how we approach things, but also kind of culturally and, and socially about how we think about 
um, caring for people. So yeah, it's a really horrible month and there's like so many things to be sad about. And I'm watching the news a lot and it's like super overwhelming and depressing. Like so many people are dying. Yeah. Um, but then I'm just thinking, okay, like after this thing, like the first night out, it's going to be mental. Like it's going to be <laughs> like, I'm going to give you the biggest hug. I haven't hugged anyone in like nine days. And apart from myself, oh my it's going to get tiring. So there's, there's, there's lots to be excited for after this period and however many months it is. Well, Ollie, um, you know you can call me at any time because I just I could just sit and listen to you all day, and I know that people will absolutely love this podcast because you're on it. Uh, I'm going to give Megan a call in a moment, who we were also speaking to yesterday, um, and speak to her. Is there a message you'd like me to pass on to Megan? <laughs> Remember, this is PG. Oh, this is PG. Um, Megan, uh, I mean. Just let her know that she her her kind of commitment to personal growth is very inspiring. Yeah. Okay. I agree. That's a, that's a really lovely one. I was not expecting you to say that. So that's, that's that's the PG. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave the other one for another conversation. Ollie, thank you so much for joining me on this. I, I could literally do a full two hour podcast. Peace and love, man. Let me know if there's anything I can do for you. I will. And you, mate. We'll get a list over to you soon. All right. Peace. Lots of love. Bye. Take care, my buddy. Bye. Bye. Tom and then. How do you, how do you follow, how, what? Ollie, you're an amazing person, literally. Um, I want to connect as many people listening to this podcast as Ollie as possible, with Ollie as possible, because quite literally, he is always up for helping people. I just don't know where he gets the energy from. And he's one of these people that has that much energy all day. Most people would finish and clock off work at like six, seven o'clock and go home and be absolutely exhausted from having that much energy. Ollie invites people over and then hosts meals. That's the kind of guy he is. And that's why I literally am so grateful to have him in, in, in my life. So um, so we're going to call Megan now, who's based in Scotland. She's, she's from um, Edinburgh. And I met her on this year's November tour. So Megan was the, um, she was the tour manager for this year and uh, grew very close to Megan very quickly because she'd just moved into a van. She was doing van life for a short amount of time because sadly she's not doing it anymore she couldn't um sustain that life which we'll ask her about in a minute and um on that tour she found it quite difficult to do the tour managing one because she'd never done it before even though she did a great job of it she she'd never done it before but she'd also she was also going through a lot of change herself she was learning a lot about herself and she was at this point in her life where things were changing very quickly so um naturally grew very close to Megan um traveled around Europe with her when I went through quite a lot of stuff because sadly we lost a friend this year um at the beginning of this year one of the boys and Megan was there when I got that news and um went for breakfast she was there Ollie was there and Isaac was there so these three um have been a lot of support to me this last year um so let's call her up let's see what she's saying and ask her some questions. Very excited to hear her voice because she's got a flipping fantastic accent. Let's go this louder, shall we? I know she's working, I think, so she's probably running outside right now to try and to try and answer the phone. If she doesn't answer, I'm No. Hey, Megan, I was just about to say, if you don't answer, I'm pretty sure you're going to call back very shortly. So uh, you're running outside, I imagine. I, yeah, I'm sitting outside right now. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so I've just been on the phone to Ollie and Ollie passes on the message to you that your self, um, 
your journey that you, and your self-reflection and everything you're learning about yourself is incredibly inspiring. That was the message that he has put forward to you. Oh, wow. Okay. I know. That's I a big one for Molly because we both know <laughs> Ollie has this side that can be um, an absolute joker and you can't tell if he's being serious and incredibly entertaining. And then also this very deep side. Uh, so when I asked that question... I was expecting a different answer, if I'm being honest, but that was a beautiful one to come out of him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> how are you doing? How is, um, how's are today? Still, are you cutting in and out a little bit? You tell me. I can hear you loud and clear, but yeah. you might be losing me a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. We'll try to get through best we can. Um, how are you doing today? Cool. Because yesterday was, uh, the, was it yesterday that you closed or was it the day before? So my shop itself closed on Wednesday, but this is like, this company has four individual little shops. Um, so I'm just going to close the fridge. <laughs> um, so basically they have bought like a brand new bakery unit, um, which they're doing great things with. So unfortunately this whole thing kind of stops that. Um, so what I've been doing basically today is helping out the other shops um, because we just had this massive kind of order amount of afternoon teas. Um, that's kind of the, the thing they specialise in. We right. started to do them as deliveries. Okay. Um, and it's just gone wild. They, the community has ordered over 800 of them. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy. The support that this company has got, like it's a small family business, just people coming together and being like, we've got you, don't worry. It's incredible. That's so, mad. And yeah, just for context, it's um, it's a cafe, isn't it? This this kind of chain. It's like a the one you yeah, work at was in a gallery. Is that right? It is. Yeah, it's in the city art centre in the middle of Edinburgh. Yeah. Amazing. Are they all connected to sort of art type places, or is this just the one? No. So this is just the one I work in, and yeah, a lot of concern and a lot of worry. But it just goes to show, though, like the amount of people who have supported them in times like this is is great, and it's it's amazing to see. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, 10 years of growth and then to be thrown into the situation is really scary. But how, how, um, what precautions are being taken? Like, I know you've, you've unfortunately had to lay off some people for now that I'm sure we'll get jobs back in the future. But is that the only thing yep. that you guys have done to prepare this situation? Well, like in terms of we have upped the level, like we already are very like hygiene based company. But like now it's completely like we're only takeaway now, of course. Yeah. because the cafe's got ordered to close yesterday. So we're takeaway only. We've built like a wee shop inside our, our store, our main flagship store, um, which I've been at all day today. They've been baking bread, which they don't normally do to sell to people. Um, yeah. So I think a lot of things have changed. But um, yeah, the level of precaution for staff has increased by a lot as well. Like we're all fully instructed to wear gloves, wash our hands um, all the time. So yeah, it's definitely not to be forgotten that like even though it's been bad, um, we also need to remember that, that it's for a reason, you know, and we all yeah, need to yeah. stay safe and keep the team supported. So super, lots of adjusting. Um, and how are you? How are you mm. personally finding it as well? It's been very overwhelming, like it has been. I think to be in this situation anyway um, has been crazy. Like the the whole impact that a virus can have on a population like overwhelms me. Um, but to be honest, like, I think you need to stay positive in times like this because it's such a scary situation that, could ha- like, has happened. Um, and it's, it's barely even scratched the UK, you know? Like, we're yeah. still, like, at the start of it all. So that's a big worry. Like, it's it's still to come, I think. Um, it is, but I love so, your positivity because just the way you are, you're still out and about. You're still doing the best you can to help and support yeah, exactly. people. Like, I think, 
Oh, for sure. Like, there's some of the stories we've heard from people who are supporting others. It's really inspiring. And you know what? As, as long as I'm fit and healthy and staying safe, I want to do the same. I want to be able to help people in the community who aren't, like, who can't still get out of their houses. And we're sending care packages to people who are in isolation, you know? So it's like, it's just readjusting and staying safe, but also helping to, to help others who are in the same fortunate position that I currently am in as being able to drive around and being able to serve people, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, do you know what this podcast is doing for me, actually, at the minute? is It's showing me how incredible, uh, not just my friends are, but you can tell this is setting a tone for just how incredible people are. Um, yeah. And it's just... The human race is just, yeah. <laughs> when it, when we need to be, it's, it's, it's almost a shame it only comes out when... It, well, it doesn't only come out, but you know what I mean? It's exaggerated yeah. and highlighted when it needs it's, to be. Yeah. It's the more, most interesting thing I've found from it is the 50-50 divide, because there's people who are out protecting out delivering sending messages through the post like to be like i'm here if you need me but then there's also that kind of that area that people are like panic buying leaving the shops empty like it really shows kind of the divide with um that kind of thing which is still a bit unsettling like people are still going into the stores and clearing the shelves out when they find well know that there's there's other people in the world you know um (laughs) but i think that's just that that's the massive impact of kind of like false fear and in the media especially spreading a lot of that um yeah so, i hear you but, but it's, it's hard i'm glad there's people like you out there doing the doing the local level stuff so megan tell me what has been the thing that you've started to do that you weren't expecting to do that that like this thing has thrown you into like, are you teaching yourself anything have you found a new love for something you didn't know <laughs> well i think a lot of it's been focused on work right now which is sad fair <laughs> but, enough um yeah, the the creative side of me is starting to flow a little bit more, which is nice. You know, I had a day off yesterday and just the ability to have some time to think has been really, like, really nice. It's yeah. just to be able to stop for a minute and reflect on just how lucky we are. Like, I think it's times like this that I actually, you stop and think, you no, know, like, there's, there's people in a lot worse situations who need help and um, just to be able to, to reflect on how you cope in these situations itself, I think, is being able to personal develop and grow yeah because like in these situations you can instantly freeze and just be like well i'm never going outside again like but i think yeah i've learned so much about kind of myself and what i'll do for others which sounds quite vain but like, yeah you know, no I but think- it's a good it's a good thing and i was saying to um i was saying to the listeners beforehand uh, that you were the tour manager on the last tour what I didn't tell them mm. is that I threw you into a gig. <laughs> so I was doing the <laughs> evening entertainment and uh, sort of arranging all of that and hosting the evening. And um, yeah. we got we got you up singing. So have you been have you been thinking about getting into that more? Like as this all happens, I have been. Yeah, like I would love to get involved with other musicians and do like a live show thing. That's what I was thinking about yesterday. Was pulling together a band of us who are on tour and like preparing some songs, doing a bit of a live show, a bit of a chat with everyone um, as a group, um, I think would be amazing. And I'd love to spread more music. Like I still got back from the tour and didn't really do an awful lot. Like I've not really posted anything. I'd love to just get some videos on the go and get back into all of that. So that's my one real, like yesterday, that was my complete thought process was I want to start writing. I want to start creating again in whatever method that is you know yeah over the next few weeks you should build up the courage if you can to um 
to do it like a Facebook live or something like that and just play a few songs in just in your bedroom just yeah. really innocently I'd love to watch sure, that yeah. I'd love to watch that and I think <laughs> you'd go down a treat you've got a beautiful voice and um, very acoustic oh, storytelling vibes and uh, I just remember that one song that you played that I will just encourage everybody to keep an eye out for your lives just to just to hear <laughs> that one song so. you're the best <laughs> it's so good to hear from you Megan I'm gonna um rant off there because this is gonna be a short podcast but it's ended up long because you guys are just so great to talk to so um I'm gonna love you and leave you keep doing what you're doing because you're doing a great job at it thank you so much and I'll speak to you soon awesome so let's catch up bye bye cheers Megan bye <laughs> I think I cut her off going bye <laughs> oh my life I feel so lucky to have some of these friends and um there's many many more coming um, if you want to be part of this podcast, please just get in touch. Just send a message. Just say hi. Send a little wavy emoji if you've got something you want to share, something you've learned, something you want to talk about. Maybe there's a community out there that um, need help doing something to help other people. Or maybe you're trying to put an idea together, much like Ollie's, um, to speak and get on the phone to elderly people or you know whatever you have. This is what I want this podcast to be about. I want it to be finding the little stories amongst this whole isolation thing, bringing them to the surface. And if any good can come from it, if you're listening to this being like, do you know what? Ollie's idea was great. Do you know what? Megan sounds like she needs some help. And I'm in Edinburgh. I want to help distribute these 800 cups of tea and cake and whatever else they're doing. If you want to be involved, get involved, uh, get in touch with me, sorry, get in touch with me and I will put you in touch with any of these people that have been on the podcast. So if you're inspired by somebody or if you want to get on and inspire some other people, please do get in touch. I'm super excited by this podcast. Thank you so much for listening. My name's George Holiday. You already know that. I don't know why I said that. I'm, I've been recording a lot of videos recently for my students and I've been ending it with my name's George Holiday, and on behalf of Waterbear, we'll see. So I'm used to saying that. Um, but I'm bringing back the old saying that we used to have from Tor, which is, look after yourself, stay safe, and remember, never stop creating. This is me, on the road, the best podcast you'll know.